Hi guys, welcome back to the Mirror Image Podcast. This episode is coming on a Thursday, which is not my usual day. Usually I post on Sundays, but I wanted to spend the weekend with my family instead of editing this podcast. So happy Thanksgiving. I hope you're having a good Thanksgiving if you're listening to this on the day it comes out. Today we are talking about kind of a strange conglomerate of subjects. We are talking about the universe, and the meaning of life. So kind of coming from a very deep perspective, this was all inspired by something I learned in physics, which is Newton's law of universal gravitation. This law states that every particle attracts every other particle in the universe with a force that is directly proportional to the product of their masses and inversely proportional to the square of the distance between their centers. I thought this was so interesting to me because that means that every particle in the world is attracted to every other particle, no matter how small, but there is still some degree by which it is attracted to it, and everything truly is kind of interconnected. It does give you kind of like a little bit of hope because you think that, well, everything is interconnected. We are all, we are all way more together than we seem on a scientific level, on an atomic level, on a molecular level. This is science, that we are all connected in some way, which I think is super interesting and is definitely kind of strange to think about because you're like, how could this tiny atom in my body be attracted to a tiny atom across the world in someone else's body? Like, how is that even possible? So physics is kind of a struggle, but that does make it a little more interesting. I think there's a big connection between physics and spirituality and physics and religion and just the greater mysteries of the universe are all related to physics, which I think is super cool. But then again, you have force diagrams and then you're like, oh, no, never mind. No, thank you. (laughs) But yeah, I've always been interested in the world and the universe and the bigger question of why we are here and what is our purpose in life and what what exactly is the universe, you know, how everything started, how everything's going to end, kind of that just train of thought. Sometimes I'll zone off thinking that like the earth is literally just a rock floating through space and I just happen to be on this rock and it's kind of a very strange, scary thing to think about because you're like, I'm such a small part of the universe that it really doesn't really matter overall where I am and what I'm doing because at the end of the day, I'm literally just on a rock. However, I think that you have to view everything in the frame of where you are and like the context of where you are. So even if you are just on a floating rock in the middle of space, that rock still has a meaning to you and there are things on that rock that still have meaning to you. So I would say if you kind of have that floating rock mentality to just try to ground yourself a little more and think about the things that are on the earth that do matter to you because I honestly do sometimes think like what's the point you know like what's the point of school if the sun is going to burst in like six million years and we're all gonna die and obviously I'm gonna die before then but like what's the point of all this? Well, the point is, you know, that you want to live a good life and you want to have happiness even if you are just in the middle of space. Like, there's still room for you to find that happiness and you don't have to be so black and white about it, you know? Like, there's room to be happy even if we're all gonna die. It's fine. (laughs) 
and I think that Newton's law of universal gravitation really just, it helped me kind of feel important because if every particle in my being attracts every other particle in the universe by some degree, then if my particles, say, are gone, then that's going to have an effect on the world. Or if my particles are different, you know, basically I'm trying to say if I die, um, then that would affect the balance of the universe kind of and I would say that like when I learned about that just like a couple weeks ago the the law of universal gravitation I was kind of having a really tough time mentally just dealing with everything and kind of I was feeling very overwhelmed which leads you to feel a bit depressed but learning about just physics simple physics concepts that make you feel more connected to the world it's good for you to feel important and valid. So I think that you do really matter and you have a purpose in life because everything you do affects everything around you and not just on earth, in the universe, in our solar system, in the universe, in the grand grand scheme of things. Everything you do has an impact. So I think that if you can remember that, oops, voice crack, if you can remember that and realize that you know, you have purpose because everything you do affects something else, then that can really help propel you out of a mindset where you think that you're not important because you are important because everything you do affects something. So I kind of alter between thinking like that and being just like the universe is grand and great and I'll never fully understand it, but it's nice to know that I have a purpose. And this other mindset, which is like, what if life is just a simulation? And this, okay, I think I might take this a little too far. I don't know if anyone else does this, but sometimes I will look at my family members or like look at things in the room and just stare at them or the things and just be like, are you real? Do you exist? Like, what? Are you an alien? What's happening? Because sometimes you just look at something and your mind just instantly is like what if she's fake like what if she actually just doesn't exist or what if this ball i'm holding just isn't real and what if everything in life is just made specifically for me now i do think that like when you think that sometimes it kind of propels you to like the center of the storyline so it's like kind of a main character syndrome feeling where you are the most important thing because the simulation is built around you, which, I mean, I guess different people can view that differently, but I think that it is kind of detrimental to view yourself as the single most important thing. Um, yeah, but I do have that thought sometimes, like, what if this is just a simulation? And you know what makes it worse, kind of, is technology, because I still can't wrap my head around the fact that I can record this podcast sitting here right in the middle of my room and just put it onto the internet and then somebody from across the world can also get it and it's like they're sitting in the room with me listening to what I'm saying but we will probably never meet in real life that feels strange like that just kind of is like what what's happening or concepts like um airdrop you know on your phone where you can like where you can send someone a photo over Bluetooth? Bluetooth. Bluetooth is the concept that really messes with my mind. But it's like, how can these pixels from your phone materialize into pixels on their phone? 
through the air. Like, that's so crazy to me. And that really adds to the simulation feeling, which is like so... I don't even know how to describe it because I don't think I can put it into words. It just feels very surreal. That's the word. Like, just strange and surreal. So those are the two mindsets I kind of alter between, like, everything is real or everything is a simulation. Um, I try to not think about it too much as a simulation just because I think it makes you really, like, spiral. So I try to think of it as everything is real. It might all end soon, but it has a purpose here with us. Yeah. And so that kind of brings on the bigger question of, like, what are we doing here and why are we here? What is our purpose in life? Why are humans, why are we here? Like, why do we exist? Things like that, that if you think about too much will just make you go insane, probably. I think that this is a question that religion seeks to answer. Um, believing in a higher power, believing that there is an afterlife. I am not religious, but I understand why people find comfort in religion because when you have something to believe in that there isn't just no meaning in life, then I think it does make you more hopeful versus kind of people who aren't religious, who don't believe in an afterlife, could easily develop that mindset of nothing is purposeful and there's no reason for my existence. But if you do have that thing to look forward to or that entity to kind of try and I guess impress, I don't I don't know, that might not be the right word, but that makes you more of a hopeful person. I am an atheist, but I I think there might be a higher power. I kind of alternate between believing that there is a higher power on earth and then the idea that everything is just science and a coincidence that we exist. I feel like existence might be too much of a coincidence to just be a coincidence, but at the same time I'm like, there are so many possibilities in the universe that it could very well be a coincidence. I don't know. I'm still very confused about where I stand there. But anyways, that was a tangent. Let me talk about what the meaning of life is to me and why I think that humans were put onto this earth. Because I believe that even if it is a coincidence, even if it was just a stroke of luck that humans are on earth and that we get to live lives, there is still purpose to what we do. So my kind of life motto, I guess, and it develops over the years, like, my life motto changes from year to year as I mature and grow as a person. But right now, it's just live for yourself and live to help others. So there are two parts to that and they seem kind of contradictory, but here's what I mean by that. Living for yourself means doing things because you want to do them or they will help you. Doing things that make you happy, that are good for you and never saying yes to doing something you don't want to do or if you have to do something you don't want to do getting out of that as soon as possible don't hold on to anything that isn't good for you go after things that are good for you and just live life as you want to live it and not by anyone else's standards which i think is very hard for teens to do we often like feel like we have to live to a certain standard or live in a certain way but to me that is probably the worst life I could live is a boxed in life and so you have to live for yourself and what you want to do and then the second part of that is living to help others 
And this is living with empathy and compassion. Realizing that there are people on this earth who have been put into situations that they do not deserve and that are extremely awful. And even though you can't fix all of the problems, you should, one, not further any of their problems in any way, shape, or form, and two, try and help them out of their problems. This doesn't necessarily mean to be like a savior. You are not a savior to anybody. You are just there to help when people need help, but I don't think that it is super amazing for a person to help another person. I think that that should be the bare minimum, but in particularly the US, I feel like everyone is so competitive against each other and everyone does not have everyone else's interests in best mind, interests at heart, um, best interest in mind. And one example of that is when people in the US were told that masks don't protect them, they protect the people around you, people would not wear their masks. They were like, why should I wear this if it's not going to protect me? And if it's only going to protect other people? Like, guys, that's the whole point. But no one in the US has empathy. Not no one. People have empathy and there are very good people in the US. But I feel like whatever it is that we were raised to feel so competitive and to always have our like me first mentality that it's so detrimental because when people need ask for the barest amount of empathy and compassion people say no and the people who do say yes are cast aside i just feel like you cannot call yourself a good person if you don't have the barest amount of empathy to help others like wearing a mask that is just the the bar is on the ground for that one, okay? There is literally nothing easier than wearing a mask to protect another person. And by doing that, if everyone protects everyone else, then you're also protecting yourself. But regardless, if you don't have the empathy to help others in your life, then you have failed, I feel like. And if you are actively participating in things that hurt other people and you know that, and you still do it anyways, that is, I consider it like a failure of your morals because if you truly believe in what you stand for and if you truly believe in empathy and kindness and compassion and helping one another, then you cannot uphold the institutions that hurt people. Um, anyways, not that this is about anti-maskers, but they make me very annoyed because it's like, come on, come on guys, we're in the middle of a pandemic, you could die, people you love could die, just wear the mask. Anyways, back to what I was saying, that is the meaning of life to me, do good for yourself, do good for others, live by your morals and your principles, and I think you should be alright. Going back to religion, I think religion teaches many people to be empathetic and compassionate, and that is what will get them in the afterlife to the place they want to be. I think that it's okay if I, I don't end up going anywhere, like when I die, because who even knows where we go, obviously. But even if I don't end up like in the most idealistic place in the afterlife, as long as I have lived a good life and done my very best on earth, I think I will be okay. Um, I don't know. That is kind of what I live by. That's my purpose in life. 
Although I do feel like as a generation, as Gen Z, we feel very lost in life. I feel like it takes a lot of self-digging to figure out like what our purpose in life is. And something my mom said to me last night when we were talking about colleges and I was talking about how I feel like college is kind of a scam or college might not be worth everything everyone says it is. She said that we as a generation, like the new generation Gen Z, have progressed past these old institutions and we're past that with our like rapidly developing technology. The way we live our lives is so different from even just like 10-20 years ago. But these institutions, like colleges, for example, are still like the old way. They haven't progressed as much and they are still, what do you call it? Traditional. They're still very traditional. But we haven't gotten to the point yet in society where we like, I guess, kind of progress past the traditional institutions. So we still have traditional institutions, but we have a progressive way of thinking or progressive way of life. And those two don't mesh well together necessarily. So that is kind of a unique situation, I think, that every generation probably goes through. But Gen Z particularly, just because technology develops exponentially, if that's the right word. Trying to go back to my algebra days to figure out if that's right. I think it is right. But yeah, so we feel stuck. I feel like we feel like there's something that is just within our reach, but we can't grab it, but we want to work towards it, but we feel stuck behind in these old institutions and um, just life. And that can lead to a lot of depression, anxiety, and mental issues. And we're all still all very young, right? Like, I think Gen Z, I'm not sure, like, the exact time frame, but I'm 15 years old, so I think I'm, like, right in the middle of Gen Z. Anywho, overall, I have noticed a lot of young people, like my friends, my peers, what have you, who are very depressed, who are anxious, who kind of just go through the motions of life. I also have felt that way, and I think it is because we feel stuck and behind and feel like there's so much more to life but we can't get to it because we are stuck in place which is very depressing but I think as time goes on as life continues to progress that we will find some either some balance or some way of fixing it where we don't feel so lost and still we are able as a collective whole to find things we love, to find things that bring us happiness. I think that we often turn to humor as a coping mechanism, which I think is like a great coping mechanism, because if you can make a joke out of it, it makes you feel a lot better. And then we have like passions, hobbies, friendships, finding meaning in activism, finding meaning in doing things we love, in, and especially with social media, we can find meaning through there, although I think social media does contribute to deteriorating mental health a bit, but maybe that's will be for another episode because this episode is getting kind of long. But finally, wrapping up everything I said, I think it is very inspiring that humans can make meaning out of, I don't want to say nothing, but the smallest things. Like, humans will find meaning out of the smallest things, even if they have to dig deep to look for it, there's still going to be meaning there. And I think that our ability to do that, our ability to find meaning, to be empathetic, to be compassionate, is our strongest 
point and will eventually get us to where we need to be because I think that as long as we all try to live good lives and also help other people, then we can find our true purpose in life. So hopefully this episode has been like a way to think about the deeper thoughts and you know, life is crazy and it's long but it's also so short and just you should do what you want and help others in the process and you know, everything should work out in the end even if we are just on a floating rock in the middle of space. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. I apologize if I have kind of like a bit of a lisp. I'm not really sure where that's from. I think I might just need water. Anywho, you can follow me on Instagram at mirrorimagepod. You can email me at mirrorimagepod at gmail.com. And you can also leave me a voice message. The link is in the podcast episode description. But thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great day. Have a good Thanksgiving. And I'll see you soon. Bye.